Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are having a good day. Today, I went to the uh, farmer's market in St. Pete, and uh, there's a lot of different farmers that go there, oriental farmers, American farmers, but they they bring in food from all over the place, and uh, they have a lot of unique stuff, some exotic stuff, and today, I I got stuff that I had had before, but if you looked at my my carload of food, it it looked like all exotic stuff. I had a huge jackfruit that weighed like 20 pounds. I had a bunch of longan fruit. I had dragon fruit. And we had uh, different vegetables and stuff like that. And this is what life is all about. You got to go out of your comfort zone and eat things and experience new things that aren't, aren't what the common people do. Because if, if you're a sheep and you just do the regular things, you're going to have the regular health. But if you step out of your comfort zone and start experimenting, trying different foods, eating different cultures, foods, and what happens, your 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 microbiome in your gut, it'll change and upgrade. And this is important because 80% of your immune system is in your gut. It's in your microbiome. So if you're having colds and flu, allergies and health problems, you might want to look at what you're consuming and eating that are affecting your microbiome and making your immune system weak. So this area is, is quite an important topic. And uh, so today I went out and I bought different things. And some of them had before, but it, it was pretty interesting, the stuff that I was carrying in my bags, you know. But it, it's one of those things that when you see it, go for it. Try it. Step out of the bounds. And then next thing, you're going to get the benefits. Those super fruits, these different foods, like, like the jackfruit, that's known of the king of all the fruits. It's, it's a huge thing, but... It's packed with antioxidants. It has tremendous health benefits, and it's going to do a lot for you. If you study about jackfruit and the health benefits, it's it's an amazing super fruit. So with that said, I got a power quote for you today. And uh, this power quote, it doesn't have an author's name, but that's not the most important thing the quote is. So this is how the, the power quote goes. Great things never came from the comfort zone. So if you're always in your comfort zone, Always eating the same food, eating the same dishes, day after day, eating the same strawberries, the same apple, the same pasta, the same white bread, the same uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Your your body, your microbiome is going to be constructed from these 20 or 30 different foods and your immune system is going to be quite weak. The genetic information of what the food has in it caring is going to go into your microbiome and only give you a little bit especially if the food's been you know messed with or chemicalized or pasteurized or preserved or denatured or processed in some way that's unnatural when you eat that no wonder why the immune systems are so weak in a lot of people is because the microbiome is so poor because the food quality and and the amount of the food is so weak but if you look at other cultures, some Japanese cultures, you look at their microbiome or some indi- indigenous people, 
Their microbiome and their gut's been created by 600 different foods. Compared to an American, the average may be around 20-something. So it's quite a difference. Their health is going to be so much different than ours. And then now you look at the health stats, the, the little kids are getting obesity. we got hospitals that are designed and made for children with cancer. You know, sometimes I'll tell the patients, like, how would you feel about buying a brand new car and the windows don't work, it's got a flat tire, air conditioning doesn't work, there's smoke coming out the tailpipe, the, there's only three seats in the car, and, and you look at it, you're like, that's not new, I don't want that. There's something, there's some malfunction going on. These kids that are being born with serious health problems, they're brand new. They're just being born. They should have the best health of their whole life, and it should carry them with them until they get to their you know, late ages. But if they're born that way, there's been something, something seriously messed up. So that's why you got to get out of your comfort zone. So I like this quote. Great things never came from the comfort zone. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You know, the couch potato, the, the computer, the texting, the movies, the sitting around. Get up, go with life, enjoy it, go with passion. Find that master inside of yourself. Let them come out and start to attack life, enjoy it, and have fun. And then get out of the comfort zone of whatever we're doing regular eat different food meet different people go to different cultures study different uh techniques some procedures do tai chi qigong meditation yoga go find some guru go find some master go to some you know self-development class do something different so i like that quote the uh, great things never came from the comfort zone so with that said Today's topic is about the uh, blood volume and iron in foods and iron deficiency, anemia, stuff like that. And this is quite important because in Chinese medicine, uh, as a physician, I see the patients, a lot of times their body is short on blood. So I'll give you an analogy. A car, it runs on gasoline. No gasoline, car's not going anywhere. The human body, it runs on blood. No blood, human body's not going anywhere. Now the blood, it came from everything we consumed and the body processed it and created and made the blood. And that's what the, the body runs on. The brain specifically, it uses more blood and more oxygen than any other organ in the entire body. So it's very valuable. So if your brain is not functioning right, your cognition's poor, your memory's poor, you can't think, come up with words as fast as it used to be, you're not as sharp or quick-witted. The, you know, all this, this, uh, this study, the focus, the, the mind seems just a little bit dull. It might be because of the blood volume going up there. You can't have a, a fresh amount of blood flow and oxygen going in, and you can't have the uh, old blood going out. So then, then the brain doesn't work because it runs on pure blood, pure oxygen. It needs the high quality. Today's topic, we're going to talk about different foods and stuff that are higher in iron. So this is important because... Uh, UCLA, they did a study on spinach, and they studied spinach from an area in California, this this land that was growing the spinach. They found that one bowl of spinach from 1953 would give you the daily amount of iron that you need. They redid the same study from the same land in 1997, and they found that you would need 43 bowls of spinach to get the same amount of iron as 1953 remarkable and amazing the 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 soil now is just completely depleted so they found out this is from the usda data 
they found out that 84.21% of the mineral and vitamin was lost. The nutrient in the soil was has been lost over 84% from the past from over a 20-year period of time. So right now, as we're eating food, a lot of the food's empty. It's very deficient. There's not as much uh, nutrient, mineral, vitamin, phytochemical content as it used to be. And that's why right now it's becoming very popular to to buy food from local organic farmers that are that are building the soil back up, using real compost, doing it organic that has you know no chemicals, so it's better for our health because the food quality and the minerals in there came from the soil. But if you're only putting chemicals on there, you know, then you're not gonna, and you're not putting the minerals back in, you're not gonna get that in your food. So then later you become deficient in a lot of varieties of minerals, and this is important because the blood volume in the body is crucial. The human body runs on the blood, and when it starts to decrease, strange symptoms will start to show up that the Chinese medicine has figured out over thousands and thousands of years. And what they found out is when the body runs short on blood, the fingers and toes, they can become cold and sometimes numb. Sometimes the cramps will come in the toes, the feet, or the calf in the nighttime because there's not enough blood to go down to the cells to deliver the nutrients and oxygen to the cells. So then cramping comes. In the head and the brain, it, when there's a deficiency of blood volume, the, the mind doesn't work so quick. It's dull. The memory, the focus, the cognition has decreased. When the blood volume decreases for some women, their menstrual cycle gets very light. And then if it gets to the extreme, when there's a blood volume deficiency, the period stops. And then they go on for two, three months, no period, no menstrual cycle. Because there's no blood to come out. So then, then it looks like a hormone deficiency, and there is. But in essence... We got to go up above that and look at the big picture, not just the minute little thing that says there's a hormone deficiency, which is true, but it goes beyond that in a larger, bigger picture. The volume, the entire volume of blood in the body is too short. There's not enough, and then it won't come out. So I'll give you an analogy. If there's no water in the lake, there's no fish. If there's a lot of water in the lake, there's a lot of fish. So in the body, the lake is like the blood. If you have a lot of blood, the hormones are in there. If there's no blood, there's no hormones. They go hand in hand. When there's water, there's marine life. And in the body, when there's a lot of blood volume, you're going to have everything in there. You're going to have all the blood cells, the platelets, everything. The immune system's all going to be in there. But as the volume of blood decreases, so do all the cells that are in there. So it's crucial if you want to have... Good health, you got to take care of your blood volume. Each organ is dependent on blood volume. And strange symptoms will start to show up when the blood volume decreases in the organ. So for example, when the blood volume decreases in the heart, there's something called heart blood deficiency. You can get an irregular heartbeat. You can get palpitations, anxiety, and panic attack, all from the blood volume deficiency. And also, when the, there's not enough blood in the body, when you go to sleep, you're going to have a restless mind. You're going to toss and turn. You can't sleep so well. So there's an insomnia that's due to blood volume deficiency. And this is kind of general. Chinese medicine has more specific diagnosis, but I'm trying to give you the big picture. The liver blood deficiency, when that happens, that's when you're going to stand up. And you're going to get dizzy, lightheaded. 
and the blurry vision starts to show up, your, your vision starts to decrease, all because of the volume of blood in the liver decreases. In Western medicine, the liver stores about 18% blood volume. So when the blood volume decreases, the, uh, the liver starts to get affected and it starts to throw out all kinds of symptoms and signs, even hair loss, even weak, brittle nails. So they look like thyroid symptoms, but the liver has a play and a connection to these areas as well. It's very unique, very interesting. But all the body, it runs on the blood. And to build it, to protect it, would be a wonderful thing if we can understand how to build it, to create more, to manage it and maintain it through our life. And then if we can learn how to clean it and detoxify it, our whole system will be running on a little higher level. And then we can manage our health better and take care of our health better so we can hopefully prolong it and enjoy life to a fuller extent. So the blood, in the Chinese medicine, we believe it's one of the treasures of the human body. Now, if it's one of the treasures, that means it's extremely valuable. And if it's extremely valuable, it's one of those things that you got to learn to understand how to take care of it. So today, that's why we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the iron content, because these foods that you eat that are higher in iron, they're going to help build the blood up. But the blood is 50% water. So if you have health problems and you're not drinking water or you don't like water for some reason, you're actually hurting yourself because the blood volume is 50% water. And if you're having a lot of symptoms of anemia or blood volume deficiency in the Chinese medicine, you might just be dehydrated, not drinking enough fluids. So if you increase your fluids by drinking maybe half your body weight in ounces, and if you're outside and it's hot and you're sweating, drink more. And if you're inside at work in the air conditioning, you can drink less. But in general, half your body weight in ounces. This will increase your blood volume because it's 50% water. Now getting into the, the iron is very crucial because in Western medicine, people can have anemia. And when they have anemia, all kinds of problems can show up. But before anemia happens, there's already problems and symptoms and signs starting to show up. And they're hard to detect, but Chinese medicine, they do a great method. They have a great idea how to, to categorize and understand these various symptoms that come from the blood volume deficiency. So that's why to integrate the both is way better. You get a blood test, you see if there's anemia, if there is, you can treat it, but you also got to look at the symptoms and signs in the body to see if they're coming from blood volume deficiency symptoms. Blood volume deficiency, the symptoms will show up way before the iron the deficiency will show up on your blood test. When iron deficiency shows up on your blood test, it's already way too late. You already bypassed all the symptoms and signs. And the reason is, the heavens, they made the body awesome. They made it in a way to produce symptoms and signs and signals to tell you, to communicate and talk to you that there's a problem internally. The Chinese medicine, they knew this. They observed it, they categorized it, and they mastered it over thousands and thousands of years. So all the symptoms you have in your body, they're just signs, they're clues, they're messages of something going on internally. Now if a physician is smart and clever, he could read the symptoms and signs and then understand them and then help fix them. So that's the art of the medicine. But iron deficiency, uh, it can create anemia. And if there's not enough iron in the body, that means there's less hemoglobin. 
And the hemoglobin is going to be used for the red blood cells to carry oxygen. Now all the cells, they need oxygen to function. And if they don't have that, they may die. Imagine if you can't breathe. We're like one large cell. If we don't breathe air, we could die as well. So in the body, we're going to get iron from two sources. One is going to be a meat source. Another is going to be a plant source. Of the meat sources, these are going to be heme iron. And they basically are going to be quite high in beef and chicken liver. If you eat three ounces of beef or chicken liver, you're going to get about 3.5 milligrams per serving. Now, you're going to get a little bit less uh, from the clams, mussels, and oysters, and even a little bit less at 2.1 milligrams from, from beef, sardines, and stuff like that. And you're going to get a little bit less at 0.7 milligrams uh, from the chicken, turkey, tuna, salmon, ham, and veal. Some things like that. So out of all the meats, the liver, the organ meat, is going to be the highest source of the, uh, of the uh, iron. Now this is quite interesting because if we look at vegetables and other sources of iron, we're going to find out you know, different levels. And i got to tell you this. Different animals eat different food. And that different food comes from different areas. And those different areas have different soils that have different amounts of iron and mineral content in the soil. So depending on where the food was grown and the soil strength and nutrient content in the soil, that will determine how much iron is in the food. So if you do a test and you grab spinach from all over the place, you're going to get different levels of spinach in the uh, food because it's grown in different soils. Some rich, some poor, some organic, some not organic. Some soil has been all chemicalized. Some soil has been taken care of and well, you know, nurtured and had compost added to the soil. It's going to have a different level of mineral nutrient. So the body, if we know it functions on blood and we need minerals, vitamins, and trace elements, we better select our food wisely so we can get the biggest bang for our buck and have the best health for ourselves. So with that said, the uh, non-heme iron-containing foods that are vegetable source, you're going to get about 2.71 milligrams per 100 grams of spinach. So spinach basically they say has 2.71 milligrams. It's quite interesting because I looked at another source and they said one cup of spinach has 0.7 milligrams or more of the iron. So different sources, they're going to have different levels because of the soil. But that study from UCLA, now we know most of the foods, they're quite deficient and empty in nutrients. So we're going to have to find a source, another way, another method to get higher amounts of nutrients and, and minerals so our body is quite healthy. Asparagus is at 2.14 milligrams. Parsley is at 6.2 milligrams. That's awesome. I'll tell you a story about parsley. There was a patient in the past that had uh, iron deficiency, the pernicious anemia, Throughout, throughout her whole life. And she always had to take iron pills, but they made her sick in her stomach with constipation. And she could only take it for a period of time, then she had to stop because she felt so bad. And uh, her blood levels on the blood test were always really low. So when I met her, I told her, take uh, beets, take parsley, take spinach, juice them, drink about 12 ounces of the juice, and you can add something sweet like carrot or apple to it so it it tastes a little better and she did that 
her next blood test was off the charts and her doctor was blown away and couldn't figure out what she had done to make the uh, the content of her her hemoglobin go up so high. It was it was off the charts. It was amazing. And for me it just shows the power of of juicing, taking a lot of foods that are specific with nutrients, juicing them and concentrating them into a very awesome drink. Drinking that down like a super powerhouse drink that you'll absorb right away through your stomach and small intestine and immediately go into the liver for processing to to build the body back up. So you see how powerful that was. It's pretty awesome. Dulce seaweed. It's a sea vegetable at 2 milligrams per serving. Beets are at 1.1 milligram per serving. It's quite interesting. But now I'm going to share with you a food you've probably never eaten. It's called hajiki. It's a sea vegetable, and 3.5 ounces of it. Now, this information came from a macrobiotic book that's been published. I'm going to share it with you. They say 3.5 ounces of hijiki alone, it contains almost five times the amount of iron in beef liver. That's the highest. So, if you find a method, a way, a dish, or some meal that you can add Hajiki into it, you'll be doing yourself a favor. And that's only iron. If you study that thing, it looks like a multivitamin. And it's all natural. It's not made in a laboratory. It's not synthetically created, encapsulated. It's real food, made by nature. Mother Earth made it with all her love. It's got the frequency, the vibration. It's all good. And that one, if you incorporate it into your diet, you'll be doing yourself a quite a big favor. So with that said... I have uh, some other information from a macrobiotic book because they have pretty good information. And uh, this one is the iron content of various foods uh, per 100 grams of uh, you know different foods. And these are common things that are in the standard macrobiotic diet. The, uh, now these levels, like I mentioned, the levels that I'm about to tell you, they may vary when you look on the computer because different studies have different sources of uh, information that came from different food from different plots of land and different soils. So it all boils down into how is the content in the soil. So what I read you is directly from the book, and it's a macrobiotic book, but millet has 6.8 units per serving, buckwheat 3.1, oats 4.6, brown rice 1.6 units per serving, Beans, the azuki bean, 4.8 units. Chickpea, 6.9. It's quite high, you see that? Lentils, 6.8. I've seen patients that had anemia before and they just started eating lentil soup and the anemia corrected itself. Just from the lentils. That's a real case, real documented, real patient, just with food. Amazing, amazing. The uh, miso, the uh, hacho miso had 6.5 Units, vegetables, dandelion greens, 3.1. Kale, 2.2. Swiss chard, 3.2 units per serving. Now we're going to get into some sea vegetables. Aramate, 12 units per serving. Awesome. See how big that is? Dulce, 6.3 units per serving. But remember earlier, I told you the uh, dulce was uh, 2 milligrams per serving. The uh, Now here it says 6.3. You're going to see a lot of variation. It's going to drive you crazy. But sometimes you're just going to have to check out three sources, take the average of them. 
and then just try to find a really good source of your food find out where it came from what they did to it see how the processing was hopefully it wasn't too much but in this uh, macrobiotic book then they say hajiki hajiki has 29 units per serving that's huge nori seaweed 12 wakame 13 seeds and nuts pumpkin seeds were 11.2 sesame seeds 10.5 sunflower seeds 7.1 walnuts 3.1 so you have to have a variety of foods if you just eat the same foods every day lettuce tomatoes onions white bread turkey red meat and eggs and peanut butter and jelly mayonnaise and salt and pepper and that's your whole diet you're going to limit yourself your health is going to be quite not as rich and as good as it could be if you get out of your comfort zone like that quote in the beginning of today's podcast get out of the comfort zone go explore learn new things find new methods learn about new you know cultures what they eat how they live all that good stuff so with that said take this information your blood is one of the treasures in the chinese medicine and it's how the body runs the body runs on blood like the car runs on gasoline so if you can take care of it learn how to build it up with these foods that are higher in iron you'll do really well and make sure your water intake is really sufficient that way the blood can move and be you know freely to distribute throughout all the cells all the micro circulation areas in your body your whole body is enriched with with pure powerful awesome quality blood we don't want dirty old stagnant dehydrated blood in the body the brain won't run too well on it and the brain the better that runs the better our cognition so we want to preserve that prevent any source of alzheimer's dementia do the best we can because if you study that one it'll scare you a little bit it's a little freaky so that's why we just do everything we can for our health with our food with our diet with our lifestyle with our habits with our stresses with our joys you know do everything try to cover all the bases you know so you can have a better life and enjoy because once the health goes everything goes all the enjoyment all the fun all the money everything starts to disappear so you got to take quite care of it it's your uh, treasure so the blood volume it's a real thing keep the blood volume up study about the blood study chinese medicine a little bit study about anemia look into the foods that are high in iron even though i told you you can do some research it's great information so with that said i hope you guys enjoy this podcast uh if you like this one go ahead and click the uh subscribe button that way we can shoot out future uh, podcasts and if you really 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 like it uh click the like button or leave a positive comment you know maybe somebody sees it and they can uh read your positive comment and they become inspired to listen to this and next thing you help somebody and then maybe because of that it, like a domino effect it just trickles down the line and then pretty soon more people are more conscious more healthy and then the next thing we got a lot of these conscious people running around they're taking care of their health they're taking care of the environment they're becoming more responsible and then pretty soon the future generations that are going to inherit the earth they they have a beautiful place to enjoy that doesn't have chemicals in the ocean chemicals in the soil and the air the uh the health has restored itself came back up and then uh the love it just spreads so one love for everybody take care of your health do the best you can until next time we'll see you then